All right, what's going on? Welcome to Transformed and Renewed. I am Jerry Thomas Jr. And I'm excited that you are joining me, joining me again today. Hope that you are looking forward to this session because I am, and I just want to jump right into it. Um, was out last week on a family vacay, so um, you probably missed me if you if it was your first time tuning in and you were like, you know, where's Jerry? And Jerry was out. Jerry was on the beach, as you can see. So you know, we're back at it, and I'm excited because. I want to share with you a topic that, you know, I've heard about many times and I'm sure that you are aware, but I felt the need to really just provide, you know, some resources to really give you a better insight because I know a lot of people who may feel like they know what organic, you know, is, you know, when it comes to organic foods or conventional foods. And so that's actually tonight's topic, which is, you know, understanding the differences between organic foods and conventional foods and why it should matter to you. So if it is your first time, make sure that you hit that like button, subscribe to our channel at Robotty1212. Make sure again that you hit that like button and subscribe to our channel at Robotty1212. So to really jump into it, like I said, you know, most people think they understand, you know, where organic is. And some people actually do understand the full meaning. But when I say most people think, that is usually based on perception. Because some people perceive, you know, when they see certain keywords, that may trigger them to equate it to, you know, if this says this, then I equate it to either safe, I either equate it to danger, or I equate it to something else. Ideally, you're either associating something, you know, as either negative, neutral, or positive. And so in this case, like I said, I wanted to go through both, you know, talking about conventional foods and then organic foods, and then really breaking it down in terms of why it should matter to you, you know, like it does to me. So when you think about conventional foods, these are going to be foods based on the farming practices that use artificial or synthetic chemicals to really treat the crops. And so the conventional way is pretty much the best way that is going to yield the most yield of crops, so to speak. And when you think about it, this can also go into, you know, if you heard of GMO, GMO foods, you know, these are essentially foods that are genetically modified but the ultimate goal is to really produce a larger yield of the particular crop in a more cheaper way, but also saving money, but of course, having more larger supply, so to speak. And then also when you think about conventional, because you know, you're using synthetic chemicals and then pesticides or herbicides, you have to realize that the residue can then remain on these particular crops. So when you go to purchase them in the store, you go to consume them, it's not gonna say on a bag or whatever the particular food is in, whether it's produce, whole grains or grains, whatever the case is, it's not gonna tell you, oh, this you know, has a pesticide or has um, herbicide residue on it. And ingesting this could be potentially potentially cancerous 
you will never see that on there. Now, the only way that you will understand this information is if you really dig deep into it. And even from what I found and what I will actually do is I'm going to provide some links you know, in the comments so that way you can actually check out the information that I was also looking at. And of course, there's always more, but I'm just going to share with you some articles in the comments. So make sure you check out the comments. Um, as soon as I post this, I'm going to make sure I post those links. But getting back to it, you know, from what I really understood, when it comes to, you know, different pesticides and herbicides or synthetic chemicals, there is a level what they deem as um, safe. However, when it comes to, you know, agencies or organizations deeming levels as safe, there is politics. I know, you know, a lot of people don't like to hear that, but there is even a lot of room that can be error because you have to think about it. If something is at like 0.2 milligrams and this is deemed as safe, if a person ate that particular food or, you know, they ate more of that food, then they could potentially be ingesting more of that pesticide and then thus that could be potentially cancerous to them. And so most of the times when these levels are set, they're typically based on you know, a certain size, but they don't take into account if you need to consume more of that food and also the frequency. So when it comes to conventional foods, a lot of studies are still being done, even in comparison to organic foods. So switching over to organic foods, organic foods, a lot of people may feel like, yes, this is the safe haven. And I will even, um, <clears throat> well, I actually say that for later, but People, I'm sure a good bit of people feel when they hear the word organic or they buy organic foods, they feel like, oh, I am just eating my best life. I'm eating the best foods. You can't tell me nothing. And when you really think about it, organic is, and I'm just going to be blunt, organic is not necessarily going to provide any significant nutritional advantages. I will say that it will not provide any additional nutritional advantages. Some foods may have a small degree, but across the board, organic is not necessarily a nutrition booster. When it comes to conventional organic, one thing to remember is that these are just treatment methods, okay? These are not going to be nutritional enhancers by any means. Now, <clears throat> I will say when it comes to organic, you know, this is going to be the safer method of treating the crop. So this is going to rely on a lot of manual labor, just different um, methods to really treat the crops versus going to the artificial or the synthetic chemicals, which is usually the last resort. One thing I learned about organic, and this could be a shock to some people, is that some level of how should I say, some level of toxic substances are still used, what they call natural toxic substance, substances are still used for organic food. So when you think about different crops like tomatoes, um, broccoli, greens, you know, different fruit and vegetables, you know, they still have a small level that they are treated with. Now, again, that goes back to what agencies may deem as a safe treatment level. So even when it comes to organic, it's not totally free of 
pesticides and herbicides like 100%. I'll just say that. Now, I will say that it does have a, a significantly lower pesticide and herbicide, you know, residue content, but I'm not going to say that it is 100% free because that would just make everybody want to go out and purchase it because <clears throat> nothing is going to be, you know, completely safe just because of the environment that we live in. So still on the topic of organic and hope I'm not booing with this, but also, you know, when you think about organic, you know, again, a lot of people, they think that organic translates to eating healthier. And like I said, you know, necessarily buying organic does not provide a nutritional benefit. However, it does, again, allow you to have lower exposure to pesticide use as well as herbicide use. So think about it. And I'm sure most people may not think about this, but this is something that I, I thought about even as I plan out my, you know, meals weekly and just looking years down the road. But when it comes to, you know, which foods should you get? You know, one thing that I really thought about is, okay, if pesticide is on this particular product, and one thing I will say is organic foods are not cheap by any means. However, you can find some, some competitive deals, you know, depending on where you shop at. So I'm not going to say that they're costly and that's it. I will say, because I've done my research, some of um, the organic foods can actually be um, a lot cheaper or inexpensive compared to conventional foods. Again, it just depends on where you are actually doing your shopping at. But one thing I will say, you know, on this topic is, you know, when it comes to choosing and selecting foods, the way that I do it, and I'm not trying to tell you how you should do it, but this is the way that I have processed it for myself. If I know that, hey, this particular food has a higher level of pesticide residue on it, and this food doesn't, but yet it is like half times more, or it's double, you know, the cost, I have to realize, okay, how often am I consuming this? And then, you know, like I told my wife yesterday, she kind of led, but she was like, okay, I got you. But, you know, this is the analogy that I use is, okay, if I say something is cheap, okay, and, you know, this costs $2, you know, if it's conventional food, but yet it has, you know, a higher level of pesticide residue, let's say 70% or 80%, okay? I don't know that, but we're just going to say that it has that, but it's $2. I consume that often that particular food. Now the organic version of this is, let's say it's $4. So instead of it being 250, it's $4. However, this contains, you know, a lower pesticide residue, probably like 5%, but yet have no issues with it. Looking down the road, you know, I want to be able to experience a lot of activities, events, you know, with family, want to be around for a while and not only be around, but I want to be healthy at that. So when I think about that, which one is better? You know, should I go with the cheaper route, save some money and potentially risk, you know, having a disease issue come up? Both cases, it can be a disease issue, but at least 
if I can manage it, you know, on the other side with the organic, if I can say, okay, let me just pay a little bit more. And yet I know that I'm not exposing myself to higher levels of, you know, residue, then let me take that. Now, again, I'm not saying that, you know, when it comes to eating foods that one side is, you know, the safest because, you know, there are pros and cons. I will say that. However, you know, again, based on the research and, you know, there's still research that is currently being done, but I'm just going to go on the side that shows a better safety level. You know, for me, when it comes to safety, I really like to take that seriously, especially with my body. You know, I know people don't mind experimenting with their bodies, but I realize I only have one life. And if I can manage it, you know, the best I can, not saying that I am God, no, not at all. You know, I believe in the Lord and, you know, he makes the final decision. But in terms of how he has allowed me to be a good steward, I have to be, you know, wise, walk in wisdom and use this information for his glory, not for my glory. And so, again, with this information, it's a lot more to share, but don't want to overwhelm you with this, but I did want to just bring, you know, some nuggets to you so that you can really think about this because I don't want you, family, to, you know, be making decisions and feel like, man, okay, I'm good. Like, I'm taking the the option that is going to work best for my finances. And, and, of course, I do want you to always keep budget in mind. And I'm aware that <clears throat> sometimes we have to, you know, make sacrifices or you may not be able to do certain things. I am aware of that, but I will say long term, you know, it's important to really think about, okay, what does my body need? Okay. You know, when it comes to eating certain foods, you know, have I really looked at safety? Have I really looked at it with a, uh, a deeper eye or have I just kind of taken it for granted? Because again, these are things that we don't think of until we are presented with a prognosis and that can really change up things. So I hope that share, me sharing this information with you at least opens your eyes to really exploring or really asking some questions about, okay, when I go shopping next time, you know, let me look at some of these labels. Let me even ask, you know, one of the staff that's at one of these grocery stores about the particular produce to get more information. There's nothing wrong with that. You may not see a lot of people do it, but it is completely fine to ask questions about the produce. Where's, where is it from? You know, how was it treated? Getting more information about that. Trust me, the more that you're informed about what you're eating, you're doing a great service to not only yourself, but if you have kids, you're doing a great service to them. And then you're also looking out for them. And so, again, I know that this was only a brief overview of, you know, the difference between organic and conventional foods. But like I said, with the information that I shared, and also I'm going to add some some articles in the comments section. So make sure that you check those out because, you know, as much as I don't mind sharing information, I always like to present you with the facts and the truth so that you can really, you know, make a well-informed decision. I'm not going to make that for you, but I just want to share the information with you, family, because I do care about your health. I want to see you doing some great things, and I don't want your health to get in the way of that. So, 
If you like this family, make sure that you like and subscribe to our page, Robotic1212. Again, we do these every Thursday at 8 p.m. So make sure you tune in because I am excited to share this information with you because, listen, I'm doing some things, you know, on my end, and I just want to share that with you. And hopefully, family, you know, in about a year from now, you can say, hey, you know, I made some changes with my health, and, you know, Jerry, you know, to God be the glory. That's all I want to hear, not for my glory, but for his glory. So if you enjoyed this, make sure you like and subscribe. And until next time, I will see you later.